You know what I've actually been doing is I've been weighing everything. Like I actually weigh my chips and stuff. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, and and it's a good compromise of like, you know, okay, I can have my chips, but no more chips than this. You know. Yeah, the you get the little taste. Yeah. Yeah, the days of me eating an entire bag in one sitting are are long gone. I would say. <laughs> so, rest in peace, Fat Mike. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Part-Time Nerds, Full-Time Dads. I'm Mike Laidman. And I'm Chris Blasky. And we're two dads who also happen to be nerds. We certainly aren't experts, but we are open to sharing our experiences with other nerdy dads out there in the interest of keeping our kids alive. How are you doing, sir? Good, Mike. Good. How are you? It's good. It's, it's I know. Been... It, it's, it's awkward trying to make it seem like we're recording this in another week. Yes, but it's literally been like five minutes. <laughs> We've been talking episode. to each other continuously this entire time. Unless you count that I went upstairs and got a drink, but you know, well, it, you know what? We are going to count that. Yeah, I mean, it's it's time apart. It was too long. Some could say, yeah. some might say, it was too long. Yes, absolutely. And before we get too far into this episode, Mike, yes, can you believe it? I made a mistake. What? I know. I never what? thought it would be possible. Was it from our last episode or the episode it, it before It was that? from the, <laughs> the episode 28. Not oh. the one we just recorded, the one we recorded the other day. Right. Uh, when we were talking about all the Apple services and everything they released. Oh, uh, yes, yes, yes. Yes. Yeah, so I apparently said in the app that the Apple TV does not support Netflix. What I meant to say, Mike, was that the Apple TV app that exists on the phone does not support Netflix. Oh. Because I, my brother-in-law was outraged. <laughs> oh, he let you have it, did he? <laughs> oh, yes, yes. Well, because he works for Apple, right? <clears throat> so oh, of course. He, apparently, he sent uh, Tiff like a picture with Netflix circled on the screenshot. And it's like, oh, no, Chris meant the app. And he's like, oh, well, never mind then. <laughs> well, now, so, that, now that we've gotten that fixed. That's uh, right. I feel like there's just this weight lifted off my shoulders now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. It's good. I'm glad that we were able to to take the time to make that a drastic correction. Yeah, that's right. But I don't know if you heard, but my dog was just barking at some random ghost outside. Oh, that's good. But, I, but I actually had a fun little dog baby story, Mike. Of course. Let's get so, some baby stories in because we did, nothing new has happened to either of our children. That's right. I, I told you I still have more uh, on the pipe here, but... Obviously, you know, the kids throw up now and then, or sorry, spit up yes. now and then. And, you know, when when Ben does, we oftentimes go like, oh, you know, or uh-oh, something like that. You know, we just make a big deal about it because that's what you do. Mm. But now it's gotten to the point where every time we say that, all of a sudden, all you hear is, and the dog runs from anywhere in the house to try to lick up any of that spit up that happens to hit the floor. Dogs are gross. Dogs are disgusting, but Mike, floors have never been cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> but it is it is funny though. It is funny to see him and how desperate he is like, oh, this like regurgitated milk. There's nothing more delicious in the whole world than this. Oh and my god. I don't know about you, Mike, but like does the does the kid spit up even phase you anymore? It, it does on one hand. Like it, I'm not like, oh shit. He's doing yeah. that, you know, but I, it's still when he happens, I'm just like, ah, you know, you know, yeah. but the funny thing is that I've noticed is when you're not paying attention and he does it on you, yeah, like it takes you like a good, like 10 seconds to realize that like, 
oh, this is on me, you know? <laughs> like, like, yeah, yeah. It, yeah, that's kind of how phase, unfazed I am. I'm kind of at the point now where, like, if he throws up on my shirt, I don't even care anymore. I used to okay. throw up on my shirt so many times. I, but, you know, as you said, spit up, not thrown up. There's a difference. Yeah. He, he's not strained. He's just, like, it leaks yeah. out of him because he... It's just a little, like, bleh? Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, because that was Tiff and I had the discussion this afternoon, and, you know, because Ben had just a little tiny spit up, and... It was like, well, the cloth's all the way over there. Oh, I'll just rub them against our shirt and yep. <laughs> clean them up that way. Yep. It's like, yep. are we disgusting people? Nope. No, I, I don't think so. No. I don't think so. I'm sure you're not the only parent who's made that sacrifice today. Uh, yeah, and it's like, I'm so. sure he barfed already on this shirt a couple times a day. Might as well just add to the pile, right? Exactly, exactly. I mean, yeah. most mornings I'm wearing the same shirt that I wore the last three days in the morning because i don't care i'm i'm not going outside today <laughs> yeah and you don't want to get another shirt dirty yes exactly i mean yeah you gotta save the environment right or mike mm. not reich right i don't know why i called you reich yeah yeah i i yeah. don't know i don't know but anyway and then i should also congratulate my cousin they had their baby too holy crap so how many there are so many i was gonna say Christmas this year is going to be wild, Mike. That's insane. How many freaking Blonskis are coming? Like, is there more? Is this it? This is it for now. This is it. Unless there's a surprise <laughs> coming down the pipe. But this is it, as, as far as I know, at least for the 2019 calendar year. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's going to be an interesting Christmas, I got to yeah. say. Yeah. Well, because so last year there was there was three three kids, you know, I think two, four, and six, and then the two babies, which were I think two months old at the time, so they barely count. Yes, this Christmas there's going to be seven, and they're all going to be like a close to a year or older. It's a lot of babies. And that's a lot place. of kids. It's going to be noisy. It it's will be, be noisy. real noisy. You know what I found out? Because we actually finally went to see Captain Marvel. We went to see it at the Stars and Strollers. And, and it was funny because Laura is like, I've been to Stars and Strollers before. There's nobody there. It's going to be us and like three other couples. No, it was a movie that people wanted to see. So it was fairly full. Oh, um, okay. It was, I wouldn't say it was packed, but there was a lot more than three other couples. I would say there was maybe 20 couples and their babies. That's a fair amount. Yeah. And what I found at that occasion, which is what I was building to, this is what I assume is going to happen to you at Christmas, is one baby sets off another baby, and then that sets off another baby when they're all crying. Oh, no. So baby dominoes. Just, yeah, it was just baby dominoes. It was, it was so funny. And I got to tell you, I did exactly what I knew I was going to do when we went to the movie. So we're all sitting in the movie, and we're enjoying the movie, and then the first kid starts crying, and I turn to Laura, and I go... Who brings a baby to a movie? <laughs> <laughs> but hopefully loud enough that other people heard. So yeah, yeah. Hear how I, I heard. I heard at least one guy behind me like, huh. <laughs> <You> know, like <laughs> it makes it all worth it, Mike. Exactly. That one guy, he made my day because he laughed at my dumb joke. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. Mm -hmm. That's very good. And how did you like the movie, Mike? It's good. I really Im impromptu it. Captain Marvel review. Did you like it? Did you agree with my quick and dirty review? Well, your quick and dirty review for those who missed that episode was that it was your favorite of the mid tier at a mid tier level. Yes, if you were to take all the MCU movies and divide it into three chunks, it was the best of the middle or kind of the bottom of the best. Yes. 
Yeah. The B plus. If, if yes, a solid B plus. Yeah. I would say it's more A minus. I enjoyed it quite a bit. Uh, oh yeah. I felt that it. I probably would have enjoyed it a little bit more in in a situation with because that's the thing when you watch it in the Stars and Strollers. I like the Stars and Strollers environment. Uh, right. It actually is an environment that allows me to go see movies, and I don't have to feel bad that I have my baby there making noise. But every so often, there are moments when, you know, baby is making noise or or something where it's just like, oh, I can't quite hear what's happening. Yeah, it so, takes you out of it a little bit. Just a little bit. But in, overall, I, I quite enjoyed the film and I quite enjoyed the experience of seeing the movie with the baby. And the next time that it's funny because I didn't I didn't realize this when we first were talking about Stars and Strollers. We figured this out later, but they also they'd show adult movies. and They don't just show kids movies. And when I was originally looking they also had Us, the horror movie, Us. Oh. And Laura, I know Laura wants to see that. And I almost suggested we go see that. But then I saw Captain Marvel and I'm like, oh, okay. I know Laura really wants to see Captain Marvel. But that would have been hilarious going to see Us with her baby. <laughs> like, <laughs> it just feels like it'd be scarring for them. But I guess they probably have no idea what's going on. Yeah. So. I would say William's review of Captain Marvel was, it was colorful. Like that would be. <laughs> yeah, and loud. Know. Yeah. Yeah. That, well, it wasn't even that loud because they, they turned it down. So it was. It was good. The only thing I will say is Laura told me that it was a lot lighter when they went and saw Wreck-It Ralph. Like, they had more light in the room. Than oh, they sure. Did. Okay. Like, the room was brighter. But, yeah, overall, I quite enjoyed the movie. I would definitely watch it again. The soundtrack was pretty sweet. So, yes, very 90s. Very 90s heavy. Yep, I enjoyed that. And I enjoyed a lot of the references that were in, in, in the movie as well. Mm-hmm. So, it worked out. It's good. It's a good film. Well, very good then. If you were born in 2001, would you also appreciate the references? I uh, probably not. If yeah, I was born you, in you didn't live it. No. Only 90s kids will remember. Only it. 90s kids like blockbuster video. <laughs> well, that's good. I'm glad you liked the movie, Mike. Yeah. But as we attested to on last week, not attested to, as we yeah. teased and said on last week's episode, we were going to talk about Game of Thrones because the new season, the final season of Game of Thrones is coming out this week. And by the time, if by the time you're listening to this, it should be the Sunday following the release of this episode. The first episode is coming out. That's right. It should be three days after, I guess. Exactly. Four days after. Yeah. And I don't know about you, but I am dodging spoilers left and right already. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I am avoiding the subreddits, the just general Game of Thrones news, everything. I have yep. tried to shelter myself as much as possible. Yep. I have like spoiler blockers on on all the websites I visit. Like, it's crazy because inevitably I, I find a way to be spoiled on absolutely everything when it comes to Game of Thrones. The Game of Thrones was actually the main reason that I finally decided to get a spoiler blocker for for my computer, because the last season when it ended. Oh, no, no. Sorry. It was the season before the season before when it ended. I went on YouTube because we would watch the episodes the next day, the day after they aired. I went on YouTube the next day and because YouTube and its stupid algorithms knows that I like Game of Thrones, was like, hey, Mike, here's a channel you might like. And it was friggin' like seven videos that were all the major moments from the finale of that ep- of that season. Right, yeah. And it was like, are you serious? Like, there they are, all in a row, just <laughs> bam, 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 bam. Here's all the major points that happened in the season six finale. Yeah. Uh, Although it, it is interesting, guys. Did you... 
Did you start watching Game of Thrones like from the start or did you sort of catch up halfway through? There's I, a point to this question. So I did start a little bit later. Okay. But actually, you know, but before before we get too far into the discussion about the show, sure, and okay. especially since we, we were just talking about being spoilers, no respoint, no no respoint, no, no. respoint. <laughs> no, that's a new word. There we go. I'm coining it. No yeah. respoint. It's short for no restraint on spoilers. In this episode, we are going to talk about everything and anything that had happened in the previous seven seasons. So if you're like, oh, I'm only on season four, then stop listening because we're going to spoil everything whenever we want to. I'm not saying that this episode will be full of spoilers, but I'm also not putting the crutches on us to have to censor ourselves. Yeah. And if you're only on season four, you better get to work (laughs) and pound back another 30 hours of this TV show. Yes. So, because, uh, yeah, actually, I did the math. It, the, in the in the first seven seasons, there are 67 episodes that you have to, to go through. And and I can tell you that I did that math because I was going to, I wanted to rewatch the show before yep. the final season ended because I wanted everything to be fresh in my mind. So I did the math of how many episodes I had to watch. And I was watching an, one episode a week until the baby was born. And then that blew everything out of the water. And I had to figure out ways to catch up but right. yeah so 67 episodes until to this point so if you're gonna catch up you got some catching up to do yeah but, damn yeah but to answer your question how did i get started i heard I, of course i first heard about game of thrones as it was happening like when it became this phenomenon of like, sure, oh my yeah. god this hbo show you guys got to watch this show I'd, I'd heard about it and I asked Laura at the time, like, hey, everybody's talking about this Game of Thrones show. Do you want to watch it? And Laura's like, no, I do not want to watch Game of Thrones. This girl I work with at the comic shop is a big fan of the Song and Ice and Fire books that the show is based on. And she will not shut up about the books and how great the books are. And now that the show's out, she can't stop comparing the show to the books. And she, it's, I don't care. I don't want to know anything about this show. It's garbage. I don't want to hear about it. I'm like, <laughs> sounds <okay>. like Laura. <laughs> yeah. Laura, Laura has a, a habit of hating things that are popular. So, yes, that's right. So Game of Thrones was that was that thing of like a perfect example is Laura had never seen or read any of the Harry Potters until like two years ago. Because it was a popular thing, so she didn't yeah, want anything hugely to do with popular, it. Yeah. yeah, so she didn't want anything to do with it until it wasn't that popular anymore. So Game of Thrones happens, and the first season goes on, and everybody's talking about it. And one of my coworkers says to me one day, he's like, did you watch Game of Thrones? Like, that show was amazing. Did you watch it? And I said, no, I wanted to watch it. And then I said basically exactly what I just said to you. And he's like, I have a USB stick at my desk right now that has every episode from season one on it. Do you want it? And I'm like, yes, yes, I do. I do want it. <laughs> Give me please. Yes. So, so he, he lent me this USB. I copied the entire season, first season of game of Thrones off of him, took it home. And I said to Laura, look, I'm going to watch the show. And everybody's telling me how, ma- how amazing it is. So either get on the trolley with me or, or not, I'm watching it with or without you. And she's like, yeah. okay, fine. So, we start watching it, and the f- 10 minutes into the first episode, we're both hooked. So that's how we got started. That was leading into season two. Like, season two hadn't started airing by the okay, time. Okay, so you basically one. just got into it after the first season. Yeah. We'll say. 
Yeah. Okay. So a, I guess I, that was a very long answer to your question. No, no, no. And that's fine. That's <laughs> fine. I mean, it answered other questions too. No, the reason I was asking is because I didn't get into it until I think season five was airing. Oh, okay. Yeah. And it was no, no particular reason I didn't have sort of the, I, it's cool to be, you know, not cool sort of thing. It was right. just, just didn't get into it. But I knew certain spoilers going into it. I, I knew what the Red Wedding was. I didn't know the details. I just knew it was a real big deal. And yep. I kind of knew... There was one other one, too. I forget what it is now. Was um, it Ned Stark's beheading? No, I did not know that. Okay, because um, Ned Stark's beheading was the only thing I knew going into the show. Oh, uh, okay. But anyway, but it was... I, I started watching it knowing this, and it still didn't ruin the experience for me at all. Now, it's funny you mentioned Ned Stark's beheading, because when I did start watching it, the first six episodes, I was like, okay, it's good, but I don't see why everybody, you know, is obsessing over this show as much as they are, right? Because literally everybody I talked to was like, this is the greatest show of all time, and, you know, yada, yada, gotta watch it, I can't believe you're not watching it. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, like the first six episodes, they were good, but I just, I don't get it. I don't mm-hmm. get it, Mike. And then episode seven... Ned gets beheaded, and I'm like, oh, fuck. Actually. <laughs> this, this show is not at all what I was expecting, right? Because, yeah. like, every other TV show is like, okay, he's going to apologize, and they're going to hug each other, and everything's going to be hunky-dory. But I was like, oh, no, he's just going to get fucking killed. Yeah. And, yeah, man, that that's the moment I got hooked. Not to be that guy, but yeah. that was episode nine. Was it nine? Oh, I always say seven. I don't know why. (laughs) I found that, especially even after watching it recently, episode nine is generally where the big thing happens. Yes, that's right. And ten leads into the next season, right? Yeah. So, like, episode nine is Ned's beheading. Episode nine of season two is the Battle of Blackwater. Episode nine of season three is the Red Wedding. Like, it goes on like that. Yes, um, yeah. Like, the Battle of the Bastards is in episode nine, if I remember correctly. Yep. The Battle for the Wall is in episode nine. Like, so they save all of their, their big, crazy episodes for episode nine. Yeah. But, yeah, no. So, Ned Stark's beheading was the only one that I knew going in. That's actually how I first heard of the show, was they're right. like, holy shit, man. Did you see they killed the main character? And I'm like wait, what? What show is this? And and then that's how... So I always knew that he was going into it, that, that he was... Going, oh, it did, okay. Didn't take away the impact. It was still awesome. Like... Yeah, it just caught me so off guard. Like, that that was the thing that got me hooked. It's like, I cannot believe that they killed Sean Bean. And then, of course, I should have realized that Sean Bean dies in literally every movie he's ever been in. Right. Or TV show and whatever. Yeah, I, I didn't see that coming. Absolutely. But uh, um, it, it's funny because um, eventually I downloaded every season and everything like that. And then I had one of my friends at work who we got her into it. And I was like, well, here you go. I've got my hard drive. It's got at that point in time, I think it was like six seasons worth of, of episodes. Mm. It's like, bring it home, you know, with, watch it over whenever. And literally, I think three weeks later, she had watched every episode, Mike. Six oh. seasons worth. Holy crap. <laughs> It's like, how many were you watching a day? Oh, like three or four. <laughs> yeah. Like when we watched that first season to catch up before season two started, yeah. we were watching episodes, like three to four episodes a day. Yeah. It's crazy. Oh, it's so addictive. It really yeah. is. 
And and it's crazy to go back now. As I said, I, I rewatched the entire series leading in to uh, the, the new season because I wanted to remember things. And there's a lot of little things that I forgot. And going back and watching that first season, it's like an entirely different cast, almost <laughs> like with the, with a few exceptions. Not many of the characters from the first season are still in it. No, I can't think. I think the only other show I can think of that has killed off so many primary characters is Walking Dead. Yeah. I think that is the only show that even comes remotely close. And most of those characters, you know, you only really care about about eight of them in mm-hmm. Walking Dead. And I, I know I feel like Game of Thrones has a real way of, of making you care about everybody. It's true, especially with like I think the only character right now that I'm like I don't care about that character like but but I don't care about that person in the sense of like I don't like that person and all of the main characters now I feel like every episode in season eight is going to be me like oh shit this guy's dead you know like yeah. every, everyone will die and I'll feel bad except Cersei. Cersei is the only character who's going to die and I'm going to be like in your face. You know like like <laughs> how how mad would you be Mike if she survives? And she wins. Like. And she wins. How <laughs> how physically upset would you be? I wouldn't honestly I wouldn't be shocked cuz George R R Martin's big thing is is like well I don't want to do what everybody else does. You know like Yes. I mean I I've seen interviews with him where he was like I already I knew from the beginning I I was going to kill Ned Stark. But then after Ned Stark died, everybody, all of the fans kept telling him like, oh, I can't wait for Rob to get to get revenge. Like uh, the story's going to follow Rob and it's all going to be about Rob and how Rob saves the day. And he's like, well, now I just got to kill Rob. Like, like, like as soon as people got behind Rob, that's when the, the seed was planted in his head to kill Rob. I mean, I could totally see him doing that. Like they they're very good at at killing characters that everybody loves so i i would not be surprised to see you know a character we not like win the day and then you know like someone that we absolutely love not making it to see the end yeah i um the only moment in the entire show when i actually was like you know bravo cersei was i think was it season six or season what season are we going to eight eight was yeah yeah. so it was it must have been season six when she blew up the the sparrows, yep, like the high sparrow and the septic. The high sparrow. My God, because I hated the sparrows. Absolutely yep. hated them. And so mm. when she just blew them all to hell, I was like, you know what? Bravo, you're back into good books now. Yep. Yep. <laughs> but is there a show out there where where you get so invested in these characters? Like like Joffrey. I could not stand Joffrey. Ramsay mm-hmm. could not stand Ramsay. Same with Cersei. I cannot stand her. Like I, I can't think of a comparable show like that. There are few shows that that I care that much about the characters, yeah. and even less, I would say, a show where I care about so many characters. Yeah, that's right. And and the thing that's crazy is going back and watching old episodes again. Is how many of those characters you were like. Oh, holy shit. I totally forgot about this guy because he died in like midway through season four. And, you <laughs> yeah, know, like, like that guy was great, you know, stuff like that. Like it's, it's, 
there's so many good characters and and they rotate them out like there's characters like going into the new season i'm like oh shit i totally forgot about that guy and and he's still alive and running around like like um i i this is the thing is and and i'm sure you have the same issue is remembering everyone's name i i can i know everyone from who they are like i i remember everybody's face and i can be like oh it's that guy but like if i couldn't tell you that guy's name kind of thing yeah i think his name is dario dario it's it's the guy that Daenerys leaves behind in Marine when she's like, I'm sailing to Westeros. Somebody's got to stay behind and, and, and make, make sure that Marine doesn't go to shit. And he's like, I don't want to stay here. I want to, you know, go with you because I love you. And she's like, you're some sellsword. You can't come. Sorry. Like that dude was, was charismatic and entertaining yeah. and interesting. And, and he's been out of the series since season six. Like, like he's. <laughs> <laughs> but he's not dead, you know? No, like, no, he's just shuffled to the side for a little bit. Yeah, like, is he going to come back in season eight and be like, hey, I'm still over here in Marine. Don't forget about me. Yeah. And then, you know, die. <laughs> like, remember this guy? Well, he's dead, too. You never know. <laughs> you never know. Yeah, yeah. I, I am really looking forward to... I mean, there's, there's no element of season eight that I'm not looking forward to. I, I'm excited about the fact that they... I think they said they doubled their budget. Yep. And they've, well, more or less halved the number of episodes. They've gone down from 10 to, I believe it, they said six or is it I, seven? It's six or seven. I can't remember. But I know some of the episodes, the later the episode is, no, it's six episodes. It's six episodes. The later the episode, the longer they are. So, like, the first episode is, like, 55, 56 minutes. Yeah. And then by the end, it's, like, an hour and 20 minutes, like, every episode. Yeah, I've heard, like, 90-minute episodes for for a majority of them. Like, it's still the same number of hours total. Yeah. But it's just condensed. And basically, every episode is, like, a self-contained movie, almost. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, we're playing a game at work now where it's like, who do you think survives? Like, <laughs> it's like, here's a list of the 30 main characters who lives. Right. And I, I don't think there's going to be that many survivors. I feel like of the main, like the, some of the main characters and some of the couplings and stuff, I feel like John and Daenerys, one of them is not making it to the end. Like, you think one of them dies, eh? So you're I not the only one who thinks that. I think at least one of them doesn't make it to the end. Really? Um, and which one? What's what's your guess? I feel like it's Daenerys that doesn't make it to the end. Yeah. I feel like John lives and like because that's John's thing. Like he just keeps getting shit on. So yeah, like and this is gonna be his chance. Yeah, like what better way for him to keep getting shit on? Yeah, I mean, because that's the thing. We talked about George R. R. Martin, how everybody, how he likes to, to do the opposite of what everybody expects. Yep. What better way than to take this guy who's had, like, oh, his first love got killed right in front of him. Is, you know, like, he's a bastard. Everybody hates him. Dude died and came back to life. Oh, he finally found somebody to live with. Oh, shit. It's his aunt. <laughs> like, it's actually, it's <laughs> yeah. actually his aunt. And then in the end, when he's probably like, well, I don't care that you're my aunt. I'm going to love you. She's probably going to die and he's going to be left alone. You're like, oh, now I'm, you know, I'm winning. I won. You yeah. know, like that kind of shit. Like he won't, he won't want to have won. Like that seems to be 
Like everything that happens to John is like, oh, everything is crap for him. So why wouldn't this be be another brick of poop on the shit stack? Yeah, I I just don't know. I don't know about John because the thing that makes me think he won't sit on the throne, and and my 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 gut says that he will, but I think he'll co-do it with Daenerys and and him. But but the fact that all the main leaders and groups now are women. Right, so Cersei kind of leads her side, and Daenerys leads her side. I, I forget what the the girl's name is who leads the Iron. Oh uh, shit! What the hell's y- her name? Yara. Yeah, like she leads that group, and then there's one other group too, and it's led by a woman. And what cannot for the life of me remember what it is. Is it, is it Dorn? Are you thinking of Dorn? Maybe. Because again, I've just been watching through all the seasons, so I can give you updates. Because there's a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of stuff that I forgot like yara who you were just mentioning did you remember that yara was kidnapped by her uncle in the, in the middle of the last season yes i did know that I okay did. so yeah you're like wait just in case you were like yeah she's leading those guys well she's not she's kidnapped at the moment right um, yeah and then the sand snakes and and Ilya sand i think her name is she she was in charge of dorn well her and one of her sand snake daughters have been taken by cersei and I think the one daughter got poisoned to death, and the other two got stabbed to death. Yeah, I think they're and all they're all dead. All the sand snakes are dead, but Ilya Sand is still alive. But like you know, she's trapped in a dungeon in Dorne by Cersei, and you're not going to yeah. see her again. Anyway, yeah. So that's I just can't help but think it's going to be one of the women who takes the throne because <laughs> just because it'd be kind of sexist if there was led to all these groups, and they're like, ah, you know what, John, you take it. Yeah, you know, it only makes sense that a man kind of runs the show, right? Well, isn't that kind of what they did with John in the seventh season when they're like, "All right, John's a bastard. He can't be. He can't rule over Winterfell, and Sansa, who can, because she's a legitimate Stark, is right there." Ah, John, you're the king. John's yeah. the king in the north. <laughs> like, you know, like, king of the north. That's yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I could see that being a thing that they just, oh, you know, like that seems to be what everybody does. Yeah, that is over that is ladies. true. Actually, but, you know whose storyline I am the most interested in is? Well, sorry, there's there's two. The one I'm most interested in is Arya. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just. I feel like she's going to do something super badass, but I do not know what it is. And she's going to be like integral into some sort of part. It's it's like the Simpsons. Yeah, that's yeah, exactly what where, where it's like that guy hasn't done anything yet. And when he does, it's going to be super cool. Yeah, yeah. that's what Arya is going to do. She's yeah, gonna like that's, I just think her. she is going to be super integral to some major plot point. But obviously, I have no clue what it is because they've been yeah. building her up and building her up, and she's going to be this huge badass. But just like, what is she going to do to really solidify that badass title? Well, she's got and the that, faceless men powers. She's got a somebody. She's going to be somebody. Yeah. Like at some point, she's going to like she's going to be Jamie or something and kill Cersei or Maybe. something. Maybe Jamie. I love Jamie, but we'll talk about him in a second. But the three eyed raven. Yep. What what is your thoughts on this? Just series wide, because so far I was like, I don't really get it. Other than to do a little bit of you know backstory filling in, I haven't seen a huge reason for him to exist at this point. I feel like he's gonna play into the the end of the ice, like the Night King. 
You think so? Yeah, like there's going to be something where like like I don't know if you've heard the theory. Like I don't know how how much do you pay attention to the fan theories? I pay a passing amount of attention. The the only fan theory that I've really dug my teeth into is the idea that Daenerys, Jon, and uh, Tyrion are all related. Okay. Because three dragons, there's the three of them. Right. Tyrion was the only non-Targaryen who's been able to touch a dragon and not get eaten, basically. But that's the only one. For the the most part, I kind of pay passing attention, but that's it. Okay. The one that I was thinking of is there's a theory that... Bran is the Night King. Really? Yeah, so because he becomes the Three-Eyed Raven, there's this whole thing with, like, him and seeing through time and, like, going back to places and, and, and even the the old Three-Eyed Raven, who was uh, the bad guy. And No, no, wait, no. No, he was just, like, in that tree thing. No, no, I was actually going to make a joke about him being the bad guy in a different movie, but... No, that's a different German guy that I was thinking of that, oh. <laughs> that was that bad guy. Uh, anyway, that guy, he he made a lot of warnings about, like, you can be in the past and you can affect the past, whether you actually mean to or not kind of a thing. So my assumption is that, you know, at some point it's going to be revealed that, oh, yeah, no, Bran's the Night King. Or, or not my assumption, but the theory's assum- assumption is is that Bran will be revealed to be the Night King. And he has he'll go back in time somehow, and that's how he becomes the Night King kind of a thing. Interesting. And there's a lot of, like, weird things where, like, people have found merchandise and stuff where, like... Or there's, like, a photo where... I mean, it might have just been people taking the piss out of the... Uh, the the theory or whatever but supposedly there was some leaked um photos or something where it's the cast and they're posing with the pop vinyls of of their characters and you know it's like jamie and his pop vinyl and sansa and the sansa pop vinyl and bran is holding the night king pop vinyl i feel like wow i i feel like they do a way better job of protecting that spoiler but who knows, right? Yeah, or maybe that's what they want us. Like, it's a, it's not a spoiler. P.S. It is a spoiler. Yeah, you know? it could it could very well be like they're just taking the piss out of people with yeah. that thing, you know. But I because I mean I've heard some of the fan theories before, and one of them turned out to be true, and that's John's parentage and uh, like with what happened with Rhaegar and Lyanna Stark, right? Like that that happened. Like everybody for that was all for a very long time mentioned as as things like that and also the melisandre prophecy of the prince who was promised and and lightbringer and all that stuff that all ties into to stuff that's been going on with john as well john is is the prince who was pro or not no john wasn't the prince's promise he is lightbringer the sword that will bring peace like there's a lot of wording in the prophecy that makes it sound like that john is lightbringer because like the sword because the sword is supposed to be called lightbringer in the prophecy but like the way the wording is it's like oh that means it's a dick and the dick like (laughs) he has a kid you know like that's that's how the wording is is that he's you know he's penetrating it like it sounds i i should have looked this up but the wording is is that you know the prince penetrates and gets the sword lightbringer sure okay the the idea of the prophecy is is like oh shit yeah john is lightbringer because he's the penetration bit like that's the the theory watch your back uh (laughs) king (laughs) yeah 
Yeah, that's interesting. So, that is an interesting theory. Yeah, there's some interesting theories out there. I but, love the Jamie Lannister. Oh, what the hell? Redemption, is that word, Mike? redemption arc. Redemption arc. Yes, I love his redemption arc. And have you watched? Well, uh, presumably you have watched that like two minute season trailer that's been out there. Yeah. Where he basically says he's sworn his life to protect humankind or something, and that's what he's going to do. Mm-hmm. Like, I I absolutely love his arc, and what a great actor. Yep. You know, because, you know, he was a huge snobby douche <laughs> in season one. Yep. And then as soon as he kind of lost his hand and, you know, met Brienne and, and that sort of thing, man. I just I can't help but cheer for the guy. And it's nice. It was nice to see him get out from under, like under Cersei's thumb. And the, the, there's again theories too that Cersei's going to die because Jaime kills her, and that goes down to. Do you remember that in season? I want to say season five, when when Cersei has the flashback of going to see the witch. No, and, I, I don't remember this. Okay, well, Cersei goes to see a witch, and she says something to her about, like, how she's going to have three kids, and all three of her kids are going to die. Oh, okay, I do remember that, yes. Yeah, and and part of the prophecy is, beware the brother. And Cersei always took that to mean, watch out for Tyrion, because Tyrion's going to kill your dad, and, and right. you know, like, all of this shit. So... But the theory is, is, no, it's not warning her about Tyrion. It's warning her that Jamie is going to be the one that kills her. Right. So. I, I kind of thought Jamie would be the one who kills her because of the whole Kingslayer backstory. Yeah. You know, but obviously that kind of lines up probably a little better with like the witch's tail than it does just, you know, he did it once before. He's going to do it again, you know? Yeah. It's, it's, I like it as the whole like. You know, because it's his, it's part of his redemption. Is just like you know, he redeems himself by getting out from under her thumb and saving people. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. What role do you think the Hound is going to play? I'm hoping that the Hound fights his undead zombie brother. That's going to oh, be fantastic. Shit, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I love the Hound. I think he's hilarious all the yeah. time. Yeah, he's been pretty great, and he's especially been great on the rewatch. So I'm I'm happy to. To have gone through and relived a whole bunch of his entertaining moments. Yeah. I, I love the little family that they have sort of set up with uh, the Hound, Brienne, and Arya. Yeah. You know, how they're like kind of the proud parents to their, their teenage daughter. I, I think mm-hmm. that's so... It's such a kind of a sweet little side throwaway story. Mm-hmm. What I I think would... Be, is I think what his better story is for when it comes to like a family is... Is I love how much... Torment Giants Bane is in love with Brienne of Tarth. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, my God. They did such a great job with that. And and how, like, just the, the looks that he gives her and, and, yeah. and how, like, every time anybody talks to him, he's like, I got this woman. And then and and then then he's talking to the hound, and the hound like calls her a bitch, or like, she beat him up, and he's like, "You do know her," like all shit like that. <laughs> yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. I'm not one to uh, to quote unquote ship characters in yep. in a lot of shows, but I really do hope that those two end up together because yeah. it would just make me feel so happy on the inside. 
Yeah, they would make me feel happy that that that, that one worked out just because like the, he clearly clearly has very he has feelings for for Brienne. It's very entertaining. Yeah. Yeah. Has has there ever been a moment in the show for you where you're just like it just hasn't sat well with you and not in a like, Oh, I wish they hadn't died or I wish, you know, it had gone this way instead, but it just was came off like super tacky or like, why is this even here? Like, has there been a moment of that for you? I would say probably Ramsey and Sansa's wedding night. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That would probably be the one. Cause it just was like, wow, I feel that wasn't necessary. Yeah. Like, but it, it was a little excessive, yeah. Yeah, I could have, yeah, I could have done without that part. I could have yeah. done without that part. What's a what's a top moment? Like, if you were to list off your top three moments in the show, what are they? Oh man, there's some crazy ones because it's funny because especially on the rewatch, there's a lot of scenes that were like, holy shit! Like that was I remember when I watched that the first time that it was super intense. Yeah, and re on the rewatch that stuff was still as intense. Um, yes. So, like, some of the battles were in crazy. If I got to go top three. Ooh. Yeah, and it doesn't even have to be, like, a five-second moment. You know, it could be, yeah. if it was the entire battle of the bastards, that's fine. It could yeah. be the entire battle of the bastards, right? I, I got to say, some moments that stick out to me on recent rewatches. Hard Home. Hard Home is ridiculous. Yeah. The first battle between... Daenerys's troops and the Lannister troops when the dragon shows up and is just blowing people away. Oh, yes. Yeah, that was awesome. That scene is insane. And I'm trying to think of any other just like scenes that just get it, like get the the blood pumping just like, oh my God, I can't believe how crazy this scene is. Yeah, I still, I, Ned's beheading, even though I knew about it going in, is still a That's crazy still moment. still kind of a top, top three, top five for you, yeah. yeah. I think for me, mine is the the sparrows that the whole sparrows being destroyed, the kind of like five minute montage thing at the end of season six. I guess it was. Yeah, it's the last episode of season six. Yeah, that that's my number one for sure. Red wedding, even though that was the one spoiler that I knew going in, actually watching it, it was amazing. Yep, like that whole sequence of stuff. And then the quick moment that I loved the most was Sansa killing Ramsay. Yep. Or indirectly killing her with the, the hounds and stuff. Yep. Just something so cathartic. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. one. It was just like, yeah, a weight being lifted off my shoulders. Like I loved yeah. when Joffrey was killed too, but it just wasn't, it just wasn't the same. Mm-hmm. Cause it's nuts. Like I, I was saying, even I, I was watching. You know, I watched the last episode today, you know, <laughs> like, oh, okay, okay. Uh, it's pretty funny because we were like, oh, we're going to talk about this tonight because I've been watching an episode every week. And and uh, and my originally my plan was to watch the last episode tomorrow because we've been recording on Mondays lately. But it was like, oh, OK, well, we're doing this here. So I, I watched the last episode today. Yeah. And even the scene, like, even though I knew it was coming and I knew exactly what was going to happen, the whole scene with the dragon showing up at the at the wall and blowing everything up, and and the Littlefinger trial and and then execution yeah, at the, the end of the season. I forgot about that Littlefinger moment. There's just so many great moments in that last episode. Like they tease the Hound fighting the Mountain in that episode. Everybody's reaction to the the seeing the White Walker. 
they're just everything like it's funny because I, I forgot completely forgot that in that episode there's a whole bit with when they first see the walker Urin Greyjoy just gets up and he's like all right I'm, I'm out of here and they're like what <laughs> yeah. and he's like I I've been all over the world and I've seen everything but that thing scares the shit out of me and I'm leaving and then I mean you find out later that like it was a trap and he's going to get like the golden army to bring them back to fight for for Cersei but it was yeah. just kind of such a great moment where he's like well that I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm out yeah that's yeah, right I completely agree yeah just, man I, I I am just so amped up so you you got uh, you were watching it live right we, we covered that before you yeah got that's, HBO that's the plan was we're gonna get crave and watch it live as it happens. I get together with a few of my friends from work on Sunday nights. I guess that's when it airs, and yep. we're going to watch it. So I might uh, I might try to swing it over to my house since I have the baby at home. Right, right. <laughs> but uh, we'll see. We'll see. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I, You know, I think the only way you can avoid spoilers is to watch it live. I don't think you could survive watching it on, like, Monday night. No, I couldn't. That's the, this is the whole thing. That's the entire reason why we're watching it live now is because it's like – I always get spoiled. Like inevitably something happens where it's just like Google is at the point now where like I I read Google news on my phone and Mm -hmm. Google recommends me stories all the time to read. And every so often a story will pop up and it'd be like, here's why the girl who plays Sansa isn't upset at the guy who makes, who plays John. And I'm like, nope, don't need it. Don't need to read it. Why are you telling me this Google? Like (laughs) stuff like that. And it's like, so spoiler story, story, spoilers for episode one of leaked it. Nope. Don't need to read that. Don't want to watch the, shut up Google. So the only way I'm going to make it through Unless they start sending me spoilers mid episode, like you know, like <laughs> guess what's coming up after the break? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I'm, I got to be there. I got to watch everything as it happens, and yeah. then. Well, and okay. Then, one last question, Mike, before we sign off on our Game of Thrones extravaganza here. Yes. Game of Thrones greatest television series of all time. Yes or no? Oh wow, that's a big question. What's your answer? Oh, I I would ah, turn it around would, on you. I would say yes. I would honestly say yes. There has not been a TV show that matches the production quality, the acting, the storyline. Like I've I've got a lot of shows that I love. Breaking Bad is an amazing show. Mm-hmm. Homeland is awesome. Walking Dead started off really good, <laughs> but Game of Thrones that is probably the one of the only shows that has kept my interest and continued to raise my interest the entire time. Breaking Bad would be the only other show that would compete in my opinion, but Mm -hmm. I've got to give it to Game of Thrones. I would say at this moment, the only way that that could change is depending on how it ends. Sure. Up to this point though, excluding the fact that season eight at this point doesn't exist. Yeah. Yes or uh, I mean, no answer. To this point, I would say yes. But for a lot of the reasons that you mentioned, like for spectacle alone, nothing tops it. Nothing comes close. Yeah. And and again, like you said, quality of, of acting and performances. Like how many people has Game of Thrones made into superstars? Like Kit well, Harrington is in movies. Yeah, uh, literally you know, like, every actor is huge now. Even the guy who plays Littlefinger is in way more stuff than he used to be in, yeah. you know? So, 
everybody's a star based on that. Unless they really fumble the ending somehow, there's no way it doesn't go down as being one like the greatest show of all time. Yeah. Good. And We're on the until, same page, Mike. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> Unless it's sequel show, because there's a sequel show. Well, a prequel show, I suppose. Unless that's better. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Well, but you can only go based on what's out there today, right? So yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. sure there will be Game of Thrones for the next 20 years in some fashion. Yep. They'll never let it die. Now, no. now, not now. So I think on that note, that will do it for this week's episode. Next time you hear us, we'll be back to our normal schedule. You'll have been back from your trip and we'll be doing things as per usual. But in the meantime, you can follow along with our adventures in parenting at Part-Time Nerds, FullTimeDads.com, as well as on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, CastBox, and all your favorite podcast listening services. If you want to get a hold of us to let us know any helpful tips or even tell us what we said was dead wrong, or, you know, tell us what you think of Game of Thrones next week, because obviously you couldn't have taken any suggestions for this week. Yeah. Uh, you can send an email to the dads at Part-Time Nerds, FullTimeDads.com, or reach us on our Twitter or Facebook accounts at PT. T nerds ft dads we are be back we are be back next week with more nerdy dad advice from people who are most certainly not qualified to give any whatsoever or apparently speak english until next time i am mike and i am chris and we'll talk to you again soon we're ready for that big bombshell at the end eh mike yeah <laughs> yeah